Hey, you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about depression, and I'm going to list nine tips that you can use to help to decrease depressive thoughts or feelings. And when I think of depression, I sometimes think about people feeling fatigue. Um, for a lot of times, you may have seen someone who may struggle with fatigue or sometimes have moments of feeling empty, or for some people, it may require for that person to have to isolate and to try to deal with their own feelings. And when we think of depression, there's many forms of depression, but there's also different stages and different types of depression that we need to be aware of. Um, When we think of mild, moderate, or severe, if any of you guys have ever heard of the DSM, which is a diagnostic manual that kind of classifies um, different levels of depression as well as different types of depression. Um, it's important for us to know those differences. And if you do struggle with depression or have questions, to please ask someone who is professional who might be able to give you more insights or you can even look it up and de- try to decipher if that's something you struggle with or if there's other issues that might be underneath the surface. But for today's episode, I really wanted to just highlight some at least nine steps that you can take to help create a sense of well-being and to hopefully help to reduce um, depressive thoughts if that's something you guys may struggle with. So let's talk about our first tip. The first tip that I think will be really helpful for you guys is meeting yourself where you are. And I know it sounds pretty easy to just say, just meet yourself at where you are. But in meeting yourself at where you are means that you have to learn to be open and accepting towards yourself. So this means that there's going to be times where you may or may not want to actually deal with a lot of those stressors. But if I can actually meet myself at this moment where I am and I can talk about it in an assertive manner or to actually be able to journal or to be able to pray for some people might be really important to be able to do different activities to say, this is where I am today. Um, It will help to give you a sense of purpose and will help you going forward to not get overwhelmed about your past. Um, So meeting yourself at where you are means that you are cognizant of how you're feeling and where you actually are in the moment, but saying that it's okay to not have the answer, but to actually be able to focus on yourself. Which kind of leads us into number two, which is to focus on today and do not get hung up on tomorrow. So I'm going to repeat that again. Focus on today and do not get hung up on tomorrow. So this means that you give yourself permission to focus on small daily tasks and to hopefully create a fresh new start for for today, which will help you moving forward for your tomorrow. And when we say to not get hung up on tomorrow, it means that you can still plan for today and to do the next right thing that will assist you in tomorrow's day, but not getting stuck on if this doesn't go well, then that means tomorrow is going to be a bad day as well, or that I did amazing today and tomorrow is going to be amazing because we know in each moment, even within a day, our moods can change, our feelings can change. So it's important to focus on what we do have control of in the moment. And that will help us to give ourselves permission to not go back to the self-loathing and those negative terms or behaviors that have led us back to depression. Number three, set attainable goals. So this means that we actually set short-term goals, things that are realistic and attainable, 
and actually giving ourselves the opportunity to say, this is a goal that I, I feel that I actually can do, but there actually there, there's a chance that even if I get to that place where I feel the goal is not something that I can do in the moment, that I can always revise that goal and I can actually set another attainable goal. So I'll give you guys an example. Getting up out of bed for someone who's struggling with depression can be one of the hardest things because it takes the physical motion of getting up, but it also is a mental aspect as well because your mind is telling you that why are you getting up? You know you're not feeling well. Just stay in bed. What's the purpose of moving? Because when I move, I'm just going to still have to deal with the same behaviors or the same financial woes or the same relationship issues. Because there can be a gambit of different things that someone is struggling with. And if I'm already dealing with the mental or psychological part that is hard for me to actually work through. So if I tell myself, man, just set a new goal, just slowly working my way out of the bed. Or maybe if I'm in bed calling someone, if it's a friend or a sponsor or listening to a podcast or listening to music, might give me more of a motivation to actually get out of bed and actually do something that I believe will help me to be in a different headspace. So setting attainable goals is important to know what are goals that I have and how the goals are going to affect me so that I can actually move forward in that positive light. Let's talk about tip number four. Reward yourself with positive messages. So for one thing I love to do um, is write positive affirmations. And if I can write down how I'm feeling and to be able to talk about it and share it, it helps me to feel rewarding and feel better about myself. I think it's very important if you have a close friend or someone that you can talk to who can actually tell you positive things that you're currently doing well, or maybe reinforce things that you've done well in the past, it might be something that can help you to see that a reward doesn't necessarily have to be a financial reward, but actually the reward can be that someone is telling me honestly and openly what they've actually experienced with me or being able to reinforce the message that maybe I've saw myself that I currently don't see today. So the more that we start to reward ourselves or to allow others to reward us with positive statements and we start rehearsing those positive statements in our head, it can definitely help us to reduce some of our depressive thoughts. Tip number five, do something you enjoy. Now, for some of you guys, biking or hiking or for others, maybe cooking or reading books, um, listening to music, there's many things. There's even maybe some things you've never tried that you're interested in doing. It's going to be so important to do something we enjoy um, because it can provide subtle lifts in our mood. And when we start to see the lift in our mood where I feel different, and sometimes that's just the, the first or next right thing is to feel something just different. It can help when we talk about our dopamine and we talk about the endorphins and different parts of our brain and our body that's affected due to motion and doing stuff that's different will definitely help us to feel like we're going into the right direction. So do something you enjoy. Try something new. Maybe ask someone for suggestions on things that they've done to help them through depression or depressive thoughts. And that might be something that you can start to use in your daily life. Tip number six, spend time with your loved ones. So when we talk about spending time with our loved ones, it's if these loved ones, of course, are positive or can give us something different that maybe we haven't experienced, um, that would be great. Um, I think when you can spend time with someone who really does love you and who cares for you and understands that not every day is going to be a perfect day, but every day can be something I can learn from, that's going to really help you to get back into that positive way of thinking 
And that loved one might be the person to just push you in a direction to get you outside of that depressive thought in that moment. Um, so when we talk about just depression in general, we have to know if it's a clinical depression or sometimes it can be situational. So if I know I'm struggling with something and that family member can make me laugh or help me to go to a different place, it might be important for us to spend time with loved ones. Tip seven, let's practice meditation and to learn to ground ourselves. So when we think of grounding yourself, this goes back to deep breathing exercises, yoga for some people. Um, if you struggle with doing all the positions in yoga, um, they actually do have um, chair yoga, which is a different version of it to help people who may struggle either with neuropathy or other issues physically. Um, there are other versions of deep breathing and yoga and other types of meditation grounding techniques that can really help you and to get you into a different headspace. So when I think of journaling, journaling can be very therapeutic. And I know when I journal, I always write down the date and time. And I like to ask myself scaling questions, like on a scale of one to 10, how did I feel after or how did I feel before? And then also look at like peaks and valleys, the highs and lows. What's the worst thing that I've still struggled with today versus what is something I've learned about myself that's positive? And when you start actually doing more positive, assertive things for yourself, you can start to check those things off. And then when you get to the part of those maybe negative or depressive things, then we can get to that part of working toward that as a short term, like we said in tip three, setting an attainable goal. And then also going back to even tip four, rewarding yourself with positive messages when you actually achieve the goal. So I really do believe it's important for us to become aware and to actually work on improving our well-being. And we can improve that by staying grounded. Tip eight. Get adequate sleep. For many of us who struggle or have struggled with any depression, sleep disturbances can truly affect um, your well-being. And you'll see someone who struggles with depression, if they don't sleep well or if they don't develop a healthy sleeping routine, it can definitely cause um, negative feelings or it can cause you to even be drowsy or frustrated or agitated just due to the fact of not sleeping well. So I think it's important for us to develop a daily or a nightly schedule, if not both, to help us remain balanced in our everyday lives. But it also keeps us focused on what, what are the times of day that I struggle with the most as it relates to resting? And what are some things I can do differently in order to develop an adequate sleep schedule? So for some people, if they eat late at night, that can definitely cause sleep disturbances or drinking maybe certain types of drink late at night. It can sometimes keep us up. For others, it can be if I have a certain work schedule, I work late at night versus working early in the morning. That adequate sleep schedule needs to be something that we put on our calendar. And for some jobs, you guys, you may have to work maybe seven days on, 14 days off, vice versa, or maybe work during summer months more than during the actual winter or the fall. It's just something to be aware of. If I do have a hard time with sleeping, I need to be aware of my physical health being aware of social situations, and also just being aware of what are things I can do to help improve that going forward. And the last tip, tip number nine, consider treatment. So this means that if someone has gotten to that place where they feel that their depression is something that's becoming debilitating or has caused them to have either suicidal ideations or they can notice themselves not taking care of their ADLs or their, their bodies and their minds, and it's important for you to speak to professionals who can actually assess your symptoms 
and can hopefully help you develop a treatment plan that can be tailored to your own individual needs. Um, that's why it's important for us to break down the stigma as relates to mental health, depression, anxiety. I've done a lot of podcasts. You all may have heard some of them. If you haven't, please go back and check one I just did recently on mental health awareness and being aware of our mental state, but also being aware that treatment is something that can help us, but it also means that we have to do the work with the actual treatment team. So coming up with an actual you know, plan that we can set for ourselves that's individualized for ourselves will definitely help to decrease some of those depression or depressive thoughts. So the last part, you guys, before we end the podcast, I want to give you guys five affirmations for depression. And these are five that I have used for myself. And I hope that these five may help you. So the first affirmation is I am valued even when I am not as productive. So when we start to say I am valued, even when I'm not as productive, it means that I can find value even in the small things and that will help us to move forward. The second affirmation is I am not and will not be perfect, but I am enough. And I think that we have to remember we're striving to get to that point of progression and not perfection. So when we start to tell ourselves, I am not and will not be perfect, but I'm enough, it means that we're enough in those moments and we can do the best that we can. The third affirmation is obstacles in my life help me develop strength. Obstacles in my life help me develop strength. So this means that I'm going to face obstacles, I'm going to have challenges, but I develop strength and resiliency in each moment. Affirmation number four is I am needed in this world. And I like to share this one with you guys because we all have a purpose and we may not understand our plan and where it's going to lead us. But if we know that I am needed in this world, then it can definitely help me to reaffirm that my purpose will be fulfilled at some point. And the last affirmation is I am worthy of my own happiness. So that's kind of self-explanatory that we have to be aware of what is our worthiness and that it's okay for us to be happy, but it's our own happiness that we need to be worthy about and not trying to people please or trying to do things to help self-soothe others, but to actually find purpose in each and every moment. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today, and I hope that you learned something different about depression, or maybe these tips or affirmations will help to decrease some depressive thoughts if you guys are having those. And if you know or if anyone that you may be friends with or family that's struggling with depression, please reach out and let them know the resources are out there. And if they're suicidal, to reach out to the suicide hotline, if they're depressed and Maybe they haven't been taking their medications if they're on medications to please just reassert yourself and tell them the importance of reaching out and actually getting the help they need. Because during these trying times, it can be really difficult to actually want to reach out when you're feeling like you're alone and you're in that the world alone in your mind. But just know that there are people that love you. I love you that people who will be there to support you are there and we just have to be able to share with them what we need and that those people can hopefully help provide our needs as well as our wants. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world 
is our canvas. I'm not